Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is The Literary Gardener for August the 6th, 2020. The topic this time is Savor Your Harvesting Experiences by Using All Five Senses. Reap and gossip, that's the rule. On harvest days, anyone who's got a pair of legs and arms can expect to earn supper with unceasing labor. Jim Crace, Harvest 2013. It's the last day of harvesting when an unexpected visitor shows up in the barley fields on the outskirts of an English village portrayed in Jim Crace's historical novel, Harvest. The stranger begins taking notes on the fields and surrounding landscape, but the villagers are too busy gathering barley to be concerned about who he is. As the story narrator explains, there's not a hand that will escape the brittle straw unscratched. Despite the hard work, the narrator goes on to describe the rewards of harvesting. Compared to winter days, let's say, or digging days, it's satisfying work, made all the more so by the company we keep. For on such days, all the faces we know and love, as well as those I know but do not like entirely, are gathered in one space and bounded by common ditches and collective hopes. However, the villagers' right to farm the land they view as common ground is about to be taken away from them. Crace's book explores the effects of what came to be known as the British Enclosure Acts on this fictional community. Enclosures that had begun in the Middle Ages evolved into a series of Acts of Parliament that extended from the 17th all the way through the early 20th centuries, whereby approximately 7 million acres of open fields and common land in rural England were fenced off, mostly for sheep pastures. The enclosures gave legal rights to the property's titled owners, uprooting thousands of farmers and their families from their home and livelihood. Some of my English ancestors were part of the tide of immigration to America during the 18th and 19th centuries as a result of the Enclosure Acts. Ironically, the towns they settled in displaced thousands of Native Americans from their home and livelihood. In fact, Crace's book is a somber reminder that tyranny has worn many faces in history. But I'll leave that thought for now and turn back to the part of harvest where the narrator describes harvesting as satisfying work. I agree totally and will add that satisfaction is made all the more so by harvesting at the right time in order to maximize the eating potential of the fruits of our garden's labor and a little work by us. According to Lorene Edwards Forkner, author of Vegetable Gardening in the Pacific Northwest, recognizing ripeness calls for gardeners to use all five of our senses. Look, the deep uniform colors of tomatoes, peppers, pumpkins, and fruit signal ripeness. Size also indicates when produce is ready to harvest. However, some crops are particularly tender and sweet when they're young. Baby greens, beets, carrots, and green beans, for example. Touch. A ripe tomato, cucumber, and tree fruit all feel heavy for their size. Their skin is firm, but there's a slight give when pressed with a finger. On the other hand, produce that will be stored longer, such as onions and winter squash, are best harvested when they're a little firmer and resist pressure from the fingers. Squeezing a head of ripe cabbage should indicate a solid, solid inner core. Smell. 
there's a special fragrance to ripe fruit and berries that is an important part of the harvesting experience. Aromatic herbs are especially pleasurable to gather, even though the bees may not appreciate our efforts. Taste. Of course, there's nothing like tasting a fresh vegetable or piece of fruit to know when it has reached its perfect state of ripeness. Many vegetable gardeners began their growing journey after they got their first taste of a homegrown tomato and they realized they could never go back to eating the store-bought variety. Here, the sounds of harvest time are there if we listen closely. The whisper of corn stalks swaying in the wind, the rustle of dry foliage atop ripened onions, shallots, and garlic, the rattle of dried peas and beans in their pods, the hollow thump of a ripe, ripe melon. When I harvest in the morning, I enjoy the accompanying coos of the pair of morning doves that nest in our backyard. Harvesting also includes gathering seeds, but I'll focus on that next time. For now, I'll leave you with an English folk verse of the 17th century about the British Enclosure Acts. They hang the man and flog the woman that steals the goose from off the common, but let the greater villain loose that steals the common from the goose. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening. <laughs>